0: What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to Twisted Youngins, the most unorthodox show on the globe. And as always, I am one of your humbled hosts, Myra B. King.
1: And this is Desi Des.
2: And it's your boy Mojo in the building. And we have a special guest with us today, sir. Let the people know who you are.
3: Well, I am the one and only J.A. Dudley. Uh, I am a retired MMA fighter, retired truck driver. And now a homesteader, plus I do so many more things. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Um, Let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Um, Where'd you grow up? I grew up in East Orange, New Jersey. Well, as I like to call it, the Communist Republic of New Jersey, which Mm. I, for a long time, was looking for a way to get out, not knowing uh, what direction I wanted to go or how I was going to go about doing it. First, it was playing semi-pro football and uh, figuring my way through that. Uh, Then after that, I I turned to becoming a professional fighter. But there's so many different things in between. I worked for the telephone company. I did bodyguard work. I I, um, had my own security company where I worked security for various clubs and different, uh, uh, different entities. And now I'm here in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, with my hens being nosy. Instead of going in their hen house, they're sitting on top looking at me. So you see (laughs) them all right there. The roosters inside already. They they want to sit on top and uh, stare me down trying to figure out what I'm doing. Oh, so you have you have your own farm? No, I don't have my own farm. I'm actually living on a property kind of it's it's. A, a bit different out here in um uh in oklahoma well especially in the part where i live at i don't know if you can hear in the background there's gunshots going off mm-hmm. and uh that's somebody on a property i think in that direction but when gunshots go off out here no one comes you are on your own uh, so that's why you you need to be armed up and prepared and also live amongst the community uh that uh, and that's what I do, but the property that I'm on, I am leasing it for the cost of mowing the grass
0: mm. Mm. well so yeah. man, there is a lot to unpack here, so you're a gun rights activist uh you are a farmer in the may fighter um you Looks like you you, you tend to kind of try to grow your own food or get about, you know, you're, you're of nature. Living off the land. Living off the land. Yes, indeed. Um, yes, uh, so where where should we start? So, um, <clears throat> how did you, so you moved to Oklahoma. What was the reason for you moving to Oklahoma?
3: Well, I, I was trying to figure out uh, what direction I was going to. I was looking at moving to Maine with my wife. I looked at, Kansas, I looked at uh, some family property down in North Carolina, and um, uh, we were just trying to figure out what direction we were going to go, and uh, the strangest thing, a YouTuber reached out to me, invited me out here, and uh, then as we developed a a nice, friendly relationship, uh, he... Over time, before he invited me out here, he challenged me to pick up a Bible and read the Torah. I did that. And then uh, once I came out here to visit, he said, hey, would you want to live out here or work with me doing all different types of stuff? I said, yes, I would. Uh, My wife and I, we were looking for property and trying to figure out uh, how do we get out of New Jersey and uh, Oklahoma is where we landed. Why do you think he challenged you to read the Bible? I, uh, it is, it, he didn't directly challenge me. He challenged his viewers. Uh, he uh, and the person I'm talking about is Bear Independent. Uh, you can uh, Google him and everything about him comes up. He's into preparedness. And along with that preparedness, why do you prepare? If you're going to prepare for something, it needs to be a reason and it also needs to be a rule book or a guidebook on how do you deal with animals? What is food? How do you deal with your neighbor? How do you deal with your enemy? How do you, uh, cultivate the land? All of that is, uh, uh, is listed in the Bible within the first five books, which is known as the Torah.
0: Mm. So before then, were you, uh, heavily involved in the bible
3: or a follower of jesus christ? Uh no, I stopped uh well, I was a I wore the hat of a christian till around 16 17 18 uh because I I recognized the path that I was going on. I had my um when I was that young, I had my trial sermon. I was uh, traveling around the country, I was in the Af- uh, the A.M.E. Church, the African Methodist Episcopal Church, and then I started to recognize all of the pastors uh, that I would come in contact with. They would have scandals and all this different. Uh, they were embezzling money, doing all of this stuff, and then I uh, I started to look at myself in a mirror. Oh, you're traveling around to all of these different places and. Uh, when you're supposed to be doing things righteous for the Lord, you're finding a new woman to sleep with every night at all of these church trips. So how, how could you minister to people on how to live a life of righteousness when all you're doing is whoring? So, uh, that's when I started to have questions and ask, well, I, I see this contradiction in the Bible. Uh, I. Can you help me? I asked hundreds of um, pastors and they all gave me just have faith. Reason why they gave me just have faith is because they were not going to the beginning of the book and saying, well, to deal with all of these problems, all you have to do is follow the Torah and everything else falls in line. Uh, You know about the Ten Commandments. There's a little bit more than just that uh, to guide you. And that's what they were not doing. They were living a secular life and it was detrimental uh, to their congregations.
2: Mm. Absolutely. Um, that's a huge and common issue with most churches nowadays. And that's an issue with most people getting into churches as the scandals. You yeah. know, um, it's hard. Um, what made you? Or how did you get into MMA? How did you get into that? Was that prior to you making your um, transition to living off the land?
3: No, I uh, know it was not. Uh, I, mm. I was a bouncer. And then in the midst of a fight, somebody, well, I wear rings. If you can see, that's where the, uh, the internet name uh, Full Metal Artemis comes from. I, mm-hmm. uh, One of my training partners gave me uh, a, a mixture of them gave me that nickname, but I was working. Uh, I was working security before I even knew about Brazilian. What are y'all doing? Go inside. I, my hands are just bugging out. Uh, my um, uh, before I knew anything about jiu jitsu, MMA, the UFC, or anything like that. I was working nightclub security after I got fired from uh, my job at Bell Atlantic slash Verizon as a telephone man, because uh, everywhere that I went, I would drive at 120 to 130 miles per hour, just regular everyday driving. So I ended up losing my driver's license, uh, started working security, and in the middle of a fight, someone said, hey, instead of um, punching people and bending up all your rings, You should learn jujitsu. Like, what the hell is jujitsu? I had no clue. Then uh, later on, as I'm playing semi-pro football, uh, at a gym that I was at, they had a jujitsu seminar introduction. I was like, oh, I I heard about this uh, when I was at the club. So let me uh, uh, do one of these free trial lessons and see what it was all about. Uh, at the time, I was benching 465 pounds for reps, uh, trying to uh, – seeing that uh, that NFL check and realizing that I'm too short to make it in the NFL, even though I'm six foot tall. They want you to be six foot five. I went and took that class, and it was the hardest warm-up that I've ever done in my life, uh, just rolling around with this little skinny Brazilian – that was destroying me so then something went off in my brain and said oh i need to uh, uh, invest more time into this jujitsu but i couldn't understand them uh because they had a broken english accent uh in uh portuguese then they suggested me to go check out uh, this guy uh dan Mergliada, which uh if you watch the ufc he um uh, he's a referee in the ufc And also Eddie Rowland, which was my instructor for years, uh, at this place called Bama, Boxing and Mixed Martial Arts. That was in Elizabeth, New Jersey, many, many years ago. So my MMA journey started in 2003. Then I had my first professional fight in uh, 2007. I had my 26th and last professional fight in 2018.
0: So now, what was your record?
3: I oh. uh, my record was eight and sixteen.
1: So you uh, won eight, but you lost sixteen.
3: Yes, and okay. most of them, like none, uh, none from knockout or anything like that. The majority of them were decisions. The judges, uh, you leave it up to the judges, and you're going to lose every time. Let me <laughs> throw this flashlight on.
0: Oh, all right. There we yeah, go.
3: There we go. Oh, uh,
0: All right. So after, uh, MMA, um, you go
3: from. Uh, oh, I go from, uh, well, uh, the transition started in 2015 where I, uh, I went from the telephone company again into uh, truck driving. So I was, I would, uh, I, I was doing like local trucking, And then once I retired uh, from MMA in 2018, I started doing over-the-road truck driving and uh, hauling uh, hazardous chemicals uh, from state to state.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: And uh, that's what I did until what I'm doing now. Did you have an accident? No, I never had an accident in a semi.
2: That hazmat is pretty good money in semi. You know, what made you want to give it up?
3: I, it, well, is money your driving factor, or is the life that you wanted to live your driving factor? Mm-hmm. Checkmate. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I, I promised myself that I wanted to live on open land. And this was even before I came back to the faith. Mm. I, I said that I wanted to live a country life, what I experienced. Visiting family in North Carolina back in 1986 I love that life but then being thrown back into the city having that that burning desire for the country living like right now well you you can't see anything out here, but there is nothing but trees around me over there is cows over that way is cows Uh, back that way is some people back that way is some people but it's at a far distance. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I had that desire and drive to want to live in a country, but I didn't want to wait until I retired at 60-something or 70-something to, uh, to be able to actually enjoy it.
0: Mm. So with everything going on with the supply chain shortage, food, food chain shortage, how are you getting prepared?
3: Well, uh, it's, uh, I was doing that uh, before... I was a truck driver, like many families have done that, having a pantry, different things like that. But, uh, the preparedness of, uh, like what, what's that phrase beans, uh, beans, rice and bullets or beans, buckets and boards. I, I can't remember it, uh, exactly, but I started stacking up food. You buy what you need for your household and then a little bit to put up, uh, on the side. And continue doing that so when uh when there's a major problem you have supplies whether it's medical supplies whether it's food uh water a way to clean water sanitation to clean yourself uh have any of you ever experienced a power outage before Yes. yes have you ever experienced your um water being turned off not from not paying the bill but uh, just yes. something happen—a water main break or something yeah. like that.
0: Boil we'll order, yeah. water main break, boil order. Yes,
3: right. So uh, dealing with all of that, you want to be completely prepared. Like right on the other side of this, well, me turning it around wouldn't um uh, really wouldn't do it justice. I have a two hundred and fifty gallon IBC tote filled with water. I have two more over there that uh, this week I'm going to clean them out uh, sanitize them and fill that up. So, oh no, actually, I'm sorry. They're 350 gallon IBC totes. So if something happened, uh, my family won't be without water. Uh, in storage over here, storage on different properties, we have food. Uh, these hens right here, uh, if there's a problem, lob one of their heads off, clean them up and cook them. I, the same thing with their eggs, uh, and people around me they have animals as well that we eat i and had people, some do I, trade and bartering y- yes indeed
2: okay that's there great, we go that's there great. we go that's beautiful um yep. so with all of that going on how do you incorporate you know um i ain't gonna say how do you incorporate how is it that you how is it how is it um how hard is it to basically mend the two between you know living off the land and trying to incorporate you know obviously what's in the book along with what's going on out there because like you said we're talking bullets you know like what are you getting prepared and, for yeah basically what are you getting prepared for like a lot of people will hear this they'll be like oh it sounds like you know he's gearing up for something well you know what are you gearing up for
3: well the, the biggest thing is i want to hope that i'm wrong
2: mm-hmm.
3: I, What is prophesied in the Bible, uh, no one wants to happen, but you need to be prepared for it. If you have a failure of government, you you don't want to rely on everyone else or have your children or your wife uh, looking at you saying, well, we're hungry. Or there's a group of people coming down the roadway. And they're going to uh, uh, rape you, rape your children, and all of this stuff. You don't want to be put in that position. That's why you prepare. Uh, if the power goes out, uh, you have maybe, I, I, I would say, 7 to 14 days before there's anarchy. Because when the power goes out, you can't get gasoline. So if you can't get gasoline, you can't get back and forth to a store. If you can't get back and forth to a store, trucks can't get back and forth to a store. So then if the trucks can't get there, there's no food on the shelves. Everyone in the area around you uh, will start to figure out, hey, I'm hungry. I didn't prepare. We need to go somewhere uh, and overrun somebody that's prepared. So that's where the bullets come into into place. Do you so?
0: <clears throat> how do you survive without power for a amount of time? Like, do you have a generator?
3: I I have solar panels. I um we have generators on property, and uh they could either run off of gasoline or propane.
2: Okay. And when we're talking about um like you said the power to go out, there's no gasoline. Um, do you have precautions for that as well? Like-
3: yes. Yes, I do.
2: Now, um, what you have in the, um, the tanks and everything for you holding the water, are you doing rainwater? Are you catching rainwater and then converting it over?
3: I <laughs> know uh, uh, the trailer that I live in right now, I did not uh, set up rain catchment. Okay. I am uh, I am filling the IBC totes up with rural water. I uh, other people that are around me have rain catchment set up, but mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet.
0: OK, they say uh, catching rainwater is illegal.
3: I, well Left. that that depends on what state you're and, in. Yeah, and
0: where you are. Like in certain states, like they prohibit you from uh, catching which I don't understand why is frowned you, upon. If you can drink but, if you can drink purified water, I don't understand why you can't uh,
3: Well that's why uh, I I forgot um, what verse it is. Uh it's in Revelations, I have to look at at it. Uh Kuhim, come out of here, my people, lest you partake of her sins. So if you're living in a place That doesn't allow you to catch rainwater, doesn't allow you to have animals uh, in your yard to feed, uh, to feed you. If uh, they have a problem with uh, how you protect yourself, you're living in the wrong place.
0: And speaking of that, rural areas are actually growing fast uh, areas for people to actually locate.
3: They're trying to move out the
0: cities like I've been seeing articles about that. That people are yeah, actually indeed. moving to more rural areas. They're uh, increasing by, you know, increasing population pretty fast. Right.
3: Uh, because they're seeing the failure of government. They're feel, uh, seeing the failure of the infrastructure in this country. And they are recognizing, hey, with the high speed Internet, I can do my job from elsewhere or it's cheaper for me to live further away and commute. As opposed to living in in squalor, pissing my money away for a, a, a little a, a little tiny room, and not in uh, not living the best life that I can live. So,
0: mm-hmm. how do you feel about them trying to implement a digital coin? How would you be prepared for that? Because there's uh, rumors around that a digital coin will implement a, a social credit score, which is what they're doing in China.
3: Right uh, the the social uh, well. Uh, a t-shirt and mindset and mantra that Bear Independent has uh, is become ungovernable. If you are self-sufficient, it won't matter. So everyone that's still playing around in that system, they will have to deal with those problems. We are working our best out here so that if the world ends outside of where we live, we won't find out until weeks later because it won't affect our life.
0: So, in other words, you're not bowing down to the beast.
3: Negative. That That's a no go. <laughs> so, you know, when it's time <laughs> so for that brain chip
2: to come, you know, if you want to move and you want to trade goods or you want to shop anything like that, you know, you have to have this mark, you know.
3: You're saying you're not with it? Well, th- that's one of the reasons uh, why. Uh, why it became accelerated, I started to hear the calling in early 20, was that early 2020? Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with my wife saying, hey, we need to get out of here, out of New Jersey, I don't know where, Uh, let's get rid of the house that we're renting because there's no future for us here. Uh, We we can live off of my semi-truck and then possibly get a van and like do that whole van life craze. And, uh, she was like, no, that sounds stupid. So I started sending her information. She was like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. I already ride on a truck with you. We'll start saving more money. We'll be able to do this, be able to do that, be able to travel. And, uh, and we called the people that we were renting the house from saying, all right, it's February. We're before our lease starts up again, we're going to be out of here in August. So my wife and I prayed about it. Then I started packing up things. I was looking for a van, couldn't find one. Uh, Then uh, what was it in March of 2020? uh, She found out that she was pregnant. So then we looked at each other. Are we going to cancel out what we're doing Or is this a blessing from the Father because we are getting on the path to come out of here, my people? And she said, well, I think we should stay on that path and see what happens. So uh, by, what was that, June of 2020, I I found a van that I was able to afford. It was a a 2018 Ram ProMaster, which I'm, uh, uh, which we, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry about that. I I found the Ram Pro Master, so I'm packing up the house, trying to build up the van for us to be able to live in, mm-hmm. and then we were out of that house by I believe the middle of July 2020, and uh, we would be on the road. She's pregnant, started feeling more and more ill from her pregnancy, mm-hmm. so the bouncing around in a semi truck started to be a no go. So she uh, wanted to stay with my uncle for a little while uh, to get off of the truck to uh, get a little bit leveled out. Then when I would get back, I I would get back on a Thursday or Friday. And uh, since we started adhering to Shabbat, meaning the day of rest, from Friday evening into Saturday, uh, I only had a small window to work on the van to pack up the house. To get us out of New Jersey, and uh we then were going back and forth in the truck in the van, and that 's when we got invited to come visit in uh visit Oklahoma in October for Sukkot. that 's one of the um appointed feast times because uh, uh, go gut
2: no no no, I say it right
3: oh uh so we came out for that. And then in November 2020, we moved out here onto this part of the property in the middle of an open field with animals and all types of stuff, living in a van with my wife being seven months pregnant. That's
0: deep. That's deep. Not too many people. That's having that faith
3: experience. right there. Yeah. Yes, indeed. yes, indeed.
0: So you think times are going to get... Well, see, Are as we're living in
1: the end time, yeah, you're
0: preparing, you read the Bible, you're of yeah. the faith, uh, you're not you don't have hands over there for anything. And all this water stored up uh, your guns and everything. Do you think we're headed for extremely scary times that we haven't seen in a while? Uh, I.
3: It, it, it all depends on your perspective, uh, people, I uh, uh, people saw what happened. Uh, with the pandemic but then as soon as everything leveled out they decided oh everything's back to normal back in I, the club I, yep i i don't need to back worry about anything like wait a minute do you did you see what china was doing when they were just locking people welding people in their houses don't you see that they forced you to st- uh, stay in your house you weren't able to leave out
0: And to add, May 22nd, they're having a a World Health Organization, uh, Carl Swap. they're having uh, the meeting in Switzerland in person this time. And they're going to be uh, talking about uh, if they're going to give the WHO the power to uh, govern um, the health emergencies. So meaning we of the federal and and state's hands, which is crazy,
3: which is nonsense. And that again, see, they are governing people. You need to become ungovernable. Like whatever they decide to do, th- uh, they're not coming for people like me because they can't get to me. Like I live on a on a road where, uh, like I told you before, the police don't come back here. The uh, the it's half dirt, half gravel uh, where I live at. Where um the the next major city is about an hour away, and that's driving fast. Uh, There's there's nothing around here. That's the the life that I wanted to live and achieve. And I was able to do that by the time I was 40.
0: Mm. There you go. And. (laughs) Man, no, you're right, because about China, they're they're normally the example of where we'd be headed. And when they had the people in Shanghai on lockdown, that's people don't understand what Shanghai is. That is a modern Shanghai. Shanghai. I'm sorry. That is a, me- a modern day city. You know what I mean? And for them to have all of those people on lockdown, people jumping out of windows and they're Australia still-
1: too. Did the same thing. Yeah.
0: Australia, yeah, you know. And so what they did in the pandemic, they say, OK, all they did was took a break and regroup and came up with another plan. That's all they did.
3: Uh, that's 100 percent the truth. When I was I uh, when I was still a truck driver, the whole pandemic thing hit. Uh, that was actually a good time for truck drivers. Because we didn't have to worry about the ELD, like uh, the clock. Uh, We were able to run as fast as we wanted. We weren't getting pulled over. Uh, No cops were messing with you. Didn't have to go through a scale station uh, uh, to weigh your truck. You could just run. Because Mm -hmm. no one, uh, if they deemed you to be essential, they allowed you to go. If you weren't deemed essential, you had to do what? you had to show your papers to show that you can pass and go places. You remember uh, when um, uh, Hitler decided that uh, you had to show your papers to travel throughout Germany, and that's what was happening here in the United States to American citizens, but they let everyone else come here for free. Mm. If you uh, keep your ear to... To different news outlets that are, I I wouldn't say underground, uh, but uh, independent news sources, yeah, right. Independent news sources that are getting that type of information on, uh, on uh, the trainings that are going on from other countries that even happens here in the United States. Like there are um, when the United States has a military. Budget with another country, mm-hmm. they bring those countries over here to learn how to use that technology.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I
3: low I mean, key yeah. think we're I I think that
0: there's gonna be, and this is just me speaking, my uh, you know, just me, uh, my opinion. I low key think they're already getting prepared for like World War Three.
3: Oh, I, that's that's a foregone the foregone conclusion. Yeah. Uh, Vladimir Putin said that we've been in World War Three. Uh, for like two to three decades, and that's because the uh after the cold war that's when the cyber war and the information war started now it's turning into a it's going from a warm war or a cold war huh. into a hot war
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah that and that's ridiculous and so with all this being said because a lot of people don't know that china d- owns mo- basically a lot of stuff in the United States. Yeah, um, they, uh, even our politicians, if we're, we're going to keep it real, you yeah. know what I mean? Like they, you know, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Including- Hollywood too, right? Oh, yeah. by far. Yeah, I yeah. mean, hey. shoot, they told, they told, hey, you better change that. John Harry Cena. Uh, mm-hmm. John Cena, even with the Harry Potter movie that just came out, hey, you better edit this and take this out, you know, yep. if you want this over there. Yeah, so for sure. But it's interesting to see how everything is falling to play with China going into their own money system and aligning themselves with Russia. And uh, countries are wanting to align themselves with China, Wanna drop
1: the dollar. They're,
0: yeah, they're going to drop the dollar. Well, they can They have yeah. kind of already. And countries are taking a consideration of joining with China because they see you have something to back up your monetary system. Right now, we don't really have anything to back up our dollar. You know what I mean? We, we, we have
3: promissory notes. Exactly.
0: We went from the golden standard to petrol dollars to now. What are we going to have it back it up with now? And that's why Biden, he's like, OK, we need an executive order to explore this digital coin and all of that. I mean, look at how crypto yeah. just started crashing over the last past week. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy.
3: Mm. It's ridiculous. I, I, w- and what you were talking about with that uh, that crypto dollar, that is uh, that is a failed attempt to uh, to stabilize the U.S. dollar. That's actually going to crash the U.S. dollar and then put us into one of the biggest recessions uh, that this uh, this country has ever seen.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm just afraid of where it's going to head to, man. That's And that's what I feel like. I feel like they were getting us trained up in the pandemic to get ready for, not just well, the, the, well, the dollar system, but... But this new industrial age that they're talking about at these uh world economic forums. Yeah. I need they're telling you where
3: technology that. is headed. To- go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just gonna hop in. That's where what my lifestyle is uh leads you not to be afraid. If you trust in the Father, you obey his commands, you prepare for everything, you have nothing to worry about.
0: Absolutely. That's a, yeah, that's facts, man. absolutely. He,
3: he will take care of you though. You know, mm-hmm. it's not I
1: mean, of course you should prepare and every cuz but a lot of people are not going to be prepared, you know. No,
3: it, most
1: people not.
2: not yeah. Most most
3: people most uh, people will not be prepared because they have that mindset that even if they are a believer in uh in Christianity or a different faith, they will say that uh my higher power will take care of me. Yeah. Uh, there's a, um, uh, what was that story? I, 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 people ran up and told a guy that, hey, there, the, um, the river is flooding. Oh, no, my God is going to prepare, uh, is, is going to take care of me. Boats started coming through. My God is going to take care of me. I don't need to get on a boat. So he climbed up in the building. The water is rising higher and higher. He's up on a roof. A ship comes by said, come, uh, come on, get on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, no, my God's going to take care of me. A helicopter hovers uh, and drops down the ladder and says, uh, hey, uh, hop on. And he said, no, don't worry about me. My God is going to take care of me. Then he drowns. Then he uh, goes uh, before the Lord and has judgment. It's like, well, God, why why did you let me die? It's like, stupid. I sent all of these bullets <laughs> trucks, this warning, even a helicopter, and you didn't uh, you didn't get on board, what more did you want me to do? So that's the same thing right now. Uh, people see these problems going on, people that know the word that tells you to prepare, and they're still not doing it, they're going to be the ones willing to do wh- whatever for a, a, a little piece of food.
1: Yeah, I feel like you should, like, of course, like, Cause you got to live in real world too, so I think you should prepare. But there's only so much that you can do. You know, if you don't have money like that, you know, a lot of people don't have money. Like, I mean, boy, you got to start, say, start like, somewhere. Uh, a lot of, brother, lot, lot of brothers, a lot of brothers and sisters, they got they if they miss a car note, they only got like five hundred dollars in their bank account. I mean, some if that. Well, what you're talking about is amazing. So so what would what you advice mean? would you
0: give to somebody who? Because there's a, a lot of people, a lot of people really right now even have four or five hundred dollars yeah, in their banking I mean, account now. You know what I mean? What advice, like, how would you? What would advice would you give to them to start to get prepared for you know just in case any you know situation may arise?
3: Well, it, it's uh, uh, this is a, um, a a loaded question. <laughs> Where do you start? Uh, you can start small with whatever budget that you have. I uh, instead of. Uh, instead of purchasing, uh, it, well, it, here's the thing, stop going out, stop, uh, buying fast food, uh, cook at home. I, yep. uh, instead of, uh, instead of driving your car every day, uh, figure out a way to go walk somewhere, uh, to get to what it is that you need to do. That's if you live in a, um, uh, if you're still living in a city, uh, Talk with people and learn how to purchase in bulk. Uh, do uh, between the three of you? Do you know a hundred people? Mm. No,
4: no, <laughs> no. Uh-uh.
3: Okay. Well, I, I that's where uh, being around like-minded people will get you so much further.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: If you. Uh, uh, if you like to eat hamburgers, if you like to eat steak, uh, uh, or do any of you like to eat burgers and steak?
4: Yeah. Uh,
3: do you have a freezer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can plan out that at some point in this year, we, uh, the three of you need to get together fifteen hundred dollars, depending on like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. And say, hey butcher I want to purchase a cow Have you butcher it up Let's uh, wrap all this stuff up Put it away in the freezer And uh, all of you will have steaks And burgers for a year Mm, What a power go out? Well, that's where you gotta plan uh, plan ahead Either you have uh, A solar backup Or you have a um, A generator backup to take care of that, or you just have a big party and grill all of it,
0: yeah. That's what I was thinking. If push come to shove, yeah. you, got you got a barbecue grill, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, the block, Use I ain't gonna lie, man. Once if
1: this stuff happened, like you know, we've been saying, uh, I think a lot of people's houses are getting broken into, and I don't know if if you if you're stacking up, especially if you're in the inner city, if you're stacking up, it's good to do it, and I think everybody should, but uh. I mean, you, you should, know, it's going to be crazy time. It's going to be the tribulation. So I feel like those times it's, it's going to be crazy. You know? you That's should why. Buy bulk. You know?
2: Yeah, you should buy a bunch of stuff in bulk. You, and you got like 10 like people outside too. your but
1: house with them. Whatever,
2: yeah. What I'm saying is that you should always have some to go like, hey, you, gotta, you know, I got yeah. I got a lot of stuff in bulk. But far as necessity. matter of fact, that matter of fact, that is a question for you. So I know everyone has a bunch of stuff to go, but we both know if everything were to pop off right now, they say you got 10 minutes to evacuate. What are you grabbing?
3: uh nothing i uh, if we got to go, go my uh my wife and son go get in the vehicle and go because we already have go bags with food and clothes in the vehicles that's what i'm Man, saying so what? what's in
2: that go bag Man, that's what i'm asking what's in I, that go bag
3: well it, it's uh dried foods where mm. you um there's uh water purification there's uh stuff to sleep in there is, um, uh, there are uh, like shelf stable peanut butter. There's um,
2: uh, first else? aid kit.
3: Uh, oh yeah, first aid. Well, uh, speaking of that, I work. Well, I do media for Bear Dependence uh, First Aid Company, mm-hmm. which is RefugeMedical.com. Y'all should go check that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we sell first aid kits and we teach people how not to die using them. A lot of people uh, uh, will go out and buy a first aid kit, but they don't have the training uh, on what to do. Have any of you been around someone that's been shot? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, did you stand there screaming, crying, recording, or did you <laughs> no. pull out a tourniquet? Mm-mm. Well, I was actually. Uh... I, I no longer go to a state that will not uh, that will consider me a felon for what I'm carrying with me. Mm. Mm. I, I just refuse to like why would i put myself in that situation like oh i want to go back and visit new jersey uh to go do this or that and uh be handicapped and then something like that happens then what am i supposed to do so what are some uh states
0: states or cities that you you deem to you know to see like hey because you, you, you named earlier okay it was Oklahoma it was Kansas and I believe you mentioned somewhere else, you know what I mean? What what states do you do you like that you feel are uh, friendly to you know your situation?
3: Uh, Oklahoma is actually number one. Uh, Maine was good, but you have to go through too many. Uh, uh non-friendly states to get there. Uh it mostly like south of Virginia, so like Tennessee West up until you get to maybe maybe half of Arizona mm. and then north of there, everything else sucks. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: That's rough. So like well,
3: Tennessee, I Arizona- Texas, you can
1: have it. Excuse me? I thought Texas, you can have, you know, have your pistol.
3: Uh, you can have your pistol, but uh, a lot of the um, uh, if if you're in rural Texas, you're fine. But if you're in some of those bigger cities in Texas, uh, that's where you're going to start to have a problem, because that uh, that liberal mindset from California, New York, mm-hmm. New Jersey, Massachusetts is starting to congregate in uh in uh, major cities in Texas. And then they're, uh, they're chipping away at all your rights down there. Mm. What that's about right. Florida? Florida is a, it, it's wishy-washy down there. That's about the same thing. If you're going to uh, South Florida to like the Miami area, a, it's a, it's a no go down there. Plus with all the poverty that's down there, you're putting yourself in a bad situation. If you're, uh, um, on the West side, like anywhere on, I was that I 75, except for Tampa, you could be somewhat decent, but still, uh, Florida is not a good place due to the weather. It's nice and warm all year round, but, uh, at least two or three times a year, a tornado oh. will come through there and destroy everything. Wow. All right. I mean, a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, all wake right, up man, your man. whole house car, everything
2: gone. Yeah, so, thank you for talking we, yeah, to us. Yeah, man, we definitely man. appreciate
0: you giving us your time. You know, we see it's uh, dark dark over there now. and uh, <laughs> But, no, this is a great talk, man, uh, uh, educational as well. We this. learned some things. And, um,
3: man, uh, thank you again. Thank oh, you. No problem. And if anybody wants to uh, I, I find me on all the social media stuff, You can either Google me, J.A. Dudley, or go to allmylinks.com slash J.A. Dudley. Everything about me comes up. All the stuff that I do, whether it's uh, with Refuge Medical, Bear Independent, or Grindstone Ministries. Uh, Before we go, let me uh, tell you about this. Another reason why I moved out here was because of Grindstone Ministries uh, that Bear Independent he created. Uh, when there's a major storm, we grab all of our gear and we go help people. Now we're building a facility that's going to house victims of child sex trafficking uh, from around the country, especially here in Oklahoma. That that um, pipeline coming up from Mexico, going through Texas, hitting Oklahoma, and then spreading out, we're doing everything that we can uh, to stop that or at least slow it down and help people recover that were victims of all of that. There's sex trafficking people
1: from Mexico
0: everywhere. Yeah. Mexico.
3: Everywhere. I, You know what? I'm not going to get into it, but
0: us a lot of people involved in that. Like, there's no way there's no way you know what i mean but i definitely appreciate what you're you know the fact that you brought that part up and it's the part about helping people and believing in god and being in the bible and i can definitely sense that you have a true genuinely spirit and you are you know you are a god-fearing man and i I, I love that
2: yeah no i mean we appreciate it uh we need more people like you in the world out here doing what you do and actually giving back and giving out the information keep doing what you do stay blessed um we'll keep in touch brother and um you have a beautiful blessed night or day wherever you got going on right <laughs> now <laughs> yep. um but we definitely appreciate you giving us your time man we'll keep in touch you have a beautiful one okay
3: thank you take care shalom thank Likewise. you god bless shalom. man